Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're sharing a few lessons I've learned in my 20s. I recently celebrated my 30th birthday, and I thought it would be fun to pass on a few lessons to anyone going through their roaring 20s. Woohoo, aka me. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's your favorite age been so far? Oh, that's so funny. Uh, You want me to go first? You go first. Okay, I think mine was honestly 29. I felt like... I know, I know there's like those really big milestones where it's like 18, I'm an adult, 21, I can drink, 25, I can drive a rental car. Um, I don't know if that's a milestone, but (laughs) it is. It's definitely a milestone. Also quarter century. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. true. That's a big deal. Um, I say 29 because I got married. It was my first full year as a full-time content creator. We started housing renovations. I felt like it was like the most like adult year of my life. But I also felt like I was stepping into and I feel I still feel this way. I feel like now I'm in in control of my creative career Mm -hmm. and I feel I feel really good about it. So I say I say 29. There are some other ages where like I will say like 26. I felt like I hit my stride when I was in in grad school but I think 29 has been my my favorite age so far oh I love it I know I'm honestly like waiting for my 30s I feel like I will be like 30 flirty and thriving (laughs) (laughs) to quote a good movie that you did a photo shoot based off of um but yeah I I for me it's so funny because I do think like my 30s is finally when like all I mean I'll never have like all the mental health stuff under control but for me so far randomly my favorite age was 22 Mm -hmm. like I just remember being so happy that year and I think it was a combination of like freedom figuring out who I am like I finally like you know was on my own like Sam and I were paying for stuff on our own like our cell phone bill like well we took that over a little bit earlier than that but like at that point like all the ties were gone, right? Like we were financially free. We were like, like paying for our own stuff, going on trips. And like, I remember that being like the lowest point of anxiety in my life. And I was like, yes, this is so great. I've like literally never felt this before. And so I think like just for me, like pattern, like a pattern for me is like when I have free time, I'm like, this is wrong. And then I like fill it up. And so now I'm at the point where I'm recovering for that. And so like, honestly, I, I really feel like, like my late twenties is going to be great. I'm actually very excited for 27 this year. Yes. I honestly keep forgetting I'm 26. (laughs) I literally, people ask me my age and I, I forget. I was like at a bar one time and someone asked me how old I was. And I honestly didn't know. <laughs> I feel like, is that just me? Like, no, it's fine. I feel like in mid-20s, I just have no idea. Well, I feel like it just, not that it all blurs together, but at some point you, I don't know, like you're still you no matter what age you are, if that yeah. makes sense. And so I get it. I mean, I also had someone ask me the other day, I was like, oh, I'm, I just turned 30. And the girl was like, you're 30? And I was like, "Um, yep, just, yes. just just turned 30. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm 30. (laughs) All right, you guys. So we'll just jump into today's mini sode about three lessons I learned in my 20s. So lesson number one that I want to share with you is own your financial narrative. So one of the biggest lessons in my 20s was realizing that I could own my financial narrative. After I graduated from college in 2014, I learned that I had a negative relationship around money and I spent most of my life living in financial scarcity 
as my parents lived paycheck to paycheck and I figured how to figure out to pay for college you know, each, each year, even though I interned full-time for two summers and I used my internship money to pay for housing while I was in school, I felt shame having to pull out $30,000 in student loans to finance most of my education. But for me, throughout my 20s, I realized that improving my financial literacy helped me improve my relationship with money. The more I understood money and I realized it, it what didn't have to be a source of pain, frustration, shame, all those negative relationships, the more I felt in control. So personally, I read Rich Bitch by Nicole Lappin, which I've talked about before on the podcast. And I took an investing course by Dumpster Doggy, who um, Amanda Holden is her name. And those are really two big ways where I it helped me improve my financial literacy. And it helped make specific money things less scary. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, like, Again, navigating my finances and just how I felt about my money was such a big, big thing that I went through in my 20s. And for anyone out there, right, like maybe you have a great relationship with money or maybe you're realizing that you currently have a negative relationship with money. Either way, know that you can own your own financial narrative. Also, I, I don't think I told you I bought Rich Bitch. Oh, I did you? Read it yet, but I bought it because you recommended it. But I need to read it. That's like next on my I'm like alternating like uh, nonfiction books or sorry, fiction books and nonfiction. But so I'm like alternating the two. So I'm about to read another like Colleen Hoover thing. Yes. And then I, I want to give that one a try because it looks so good. Yes. Like and honestly, I'm glad that you brought up like the financial narrative piece because I even talked about that too a little bit with mine. Like I'm still figuring mine out. And I think that's like we talked about that too in Creator Money Week. And I'm so glad that you talk about finances as much as you do because it really is so important. There's so many people that just don't recognize their relationship with money mm-hmm. or they just let it fly under the radar. And it's like a source of stress in the back of your mind. If you don't like, even if you do have like a decent amount of money, like, and you're not like taking care of yourself in certain ways, mm-hmm. like saving up for retirement or like things like that. Like for some people, it might not be like a source of anxiety in the back of your mind, but for some people it might be. And that is really something to consider because that could be adding stress to your life that you're not even recognizing because you're just letting it fly under the radar. Like for me, I was just like, Oh, I'm going to go on all these trips and put it on my credit card and it's fine. And we'll figure it out. And my therapist helped me realize not the best way to go about things. <laughs> but again, I, I love that lesson about owning your financial narrative. Cause it really is. It's trial and error. Like, and I love the, like you've talked about this a few times, how like in your early to mid twenties, like, you were kind of like trying to figure it out still and like that gives me hope that I still have time you uh, yes you definitely have time yeah I feel like especially like college um, I was really stressed out financially and like looking back right like obviously I wish I could have told myself that like it was all going to work out. I ended up paying off my student loans last year yeah so another reason why 29 was a great age but like I had so much stress around that. And like Mm -hmm. part of that, it was just because, you know, you would, there are obviously a lot of people who struggle with student debt and have way more than $30,000 and make payments and only make dents for the interest rate on within their interest rate. Right. But at the same time, like you can also have a different experience on how you approach and prioritize debt. Um, That's one thing. Again, as you learn more about, about money and finances, you realize that you have control over how you 
you perceive it and how you prioritize it in your life. So lesson number two that I want to share with you guys is explore outside your comfort zone and pursue your passions. One lesson I learned in my early 20s was to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I spent my early 20s trying things I've never tried before. I picked up partner stunting. So I did do gymnastics in middle school and high school. But in college, I actually would partner stunt with the University of Washington cheer team, which means um, it was part partner stunting means you're typically tied with a guy. It's not like all girl stunt and a guy throws you up in the air and you do a series of stunts um, and then they throw you back down and then they catch you in your arms. I it's can just picture my knee breaking right oh now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, that's all I'm envisioning in my mind is just because I, I can picture, you know, because it's like that thing where you go up on one knee, right? Yep. And then you go like, wee. And yes. you're like, this is not a visual podcast. <laughs> but like you put like your arms up and yes. you go like, woo. And then sometimes you <laughs> twist off or they pop you off. Sometimes they're holding you with one hand. It's so much fun. Um, but it sounds it- <laughs> horrifying to me. <laughs> I can't even. Okay. <laughs> but I tried out for the University of Washington cheer team three times made it to final rounds and I never made it um I've talked about this before but even though like I never made the team it was like something that I've always wanted to try and I was completely out of my comfort zone um and I definitely feel like I learned how to fail through that experience um I also tried Pilates for a quarter ballet for a quarter uh Pilates such a great workout I have not gone back to it since college but I literally you guys like I thought I was in shape and then I did Pilates and I was like oh my god I've heard great things about Pilates uh Josie Bullard does Pilates Pilates? like she advocates for it a lot on her on her page I know she like I think she had a partnership with uh Pilates place for a while but it looks like a tough workout it is really good I also took hip-hop lessons and drop in five dollar yoga sessions well you did hip-hop lessons. I did well because the cheer the coach, the cheer coach told me that I was too stiff and I couldn't dance. And so you took hip hop lessons? So I love you. You're so good with that stuff. I feel like if someone would have told me I was too stiff, I'd be like, you're too stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, because they were like, you can see the gymnast in you. And so I was like, mm. oh, okay, I'll do ballet, which I also loved. And then... Um, oh, what haven't you done? I've just tried. I know my sister at some point, she was like, every time you call me, you're like doing something different but uh, honestly I'm so glad I took the time to explore outside my comfort zone because it ultimately led to my passions and my eventual career so I want to give 21 year old Emma the biggest hug because little did she know almost a decade later her blog would evolve to her full-time content creation career because that's where I also senior years when I decided to start my blog and I thought it was just going to be a fun thing where I would share my outfits and share my love of writing on the side because I just wanted to have a creative space when I started my corporate career but it literally led to becoming a career and so you don't have to be in your early 20s to explore outside your comfort zone and pursue your passions. This could be at any age. It You literally will learn whether or not you'll like something. And even if you learn that you don't like something, that's like really important because that's yeah. one step closer to learning what you do like. Yeah, exactly. Then you're just like, okay, well, I don't have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think like that's also a great 
take away from that too is just like sometimes like learning that you hate something is also a really great like in like trying new foods and like being like I actually really didn't like this but then you can walk away and be like that was actually a really cool experience I hated that (laughs) and be like I will never try that food again but I'm really glad that I did (laughs) for sure and I also look back because I think one of the first questions I got was like weren't you uncomfortable like taking photos you know, on campus or around like the UW neighborhood. And I like didn't realize this until recently. I think the practice of like trying out for a cheer team Mm. where you're in a sports bra, Spanx, you're tumbling, hair down, full makeup, and you're being judged. Um, It's like a, I'm already used to being seen and being, you know, so I was like, when I decided to do that senior year, I was like, oh, I already have, I really honestly already have practice with like, people watching you know what i mean it's a a bit more of an intense cheer tryouts if you've ever cheered or tried out for anything you know how intense it is right and so i do not but i'm nodding my head (laughs) (laughs) um but you do learn a lot from that experience so lesson number three your guys is to bet on yourself in 2020 the pandemic broke out in spring in the united states And I was given notice in June 2020 that in 60 days I would be laid off. So summer of 2020 was probably one of the most difficult summers in my life. I questioned my competency. I cried almost every week that summer. I was in shock. But that summer also pushed me to realize that it was time to bet on myself as a full-time content creator. And I had already been financially prepping to leave my former company. Um, My original plan was actually to leave summer of 2021 because my former company paid for my graduate degree. I was required to stay two years or else I would pay it back. But that layoff actually jumped my timeline and my former company said I didn't need to pay back anything. So I was like, oh, okay. Free master. I I literally, I'm like, thank you for the master's degree then. (laughs) And so. Well, free financially. Yeah, free financially. So much time. Okay, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like financially, I didn't have to like take out any additional student loans and um, it was paid for but I did spend two years um, working full-time and going to graduate school but it's still worth it so the layoff did jump ahead my timeline um, a full year but I knew I had to sum up the courage to accept the layoff and bet on myself but it was so scary you guys I can't even imagine it was really scary to be like okay like this is the time but sometimes you have to be your own advocate Mm -hmm. you literally when we say you have to be your own cheerleader even when even when that part of your brain is like oh my god are we going to be okay like no 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 I know you gotta like dig down intuitively and like really check with your gut and if your gut is saying to jump and bet on yourself you have to do it and that's almost like kind of ties back to lesson two too like it's like going outside your comfort zone like you can like like sometimes oh gosh there's like a quote from someone that's like really good and I can't remember what the quote is but it's like the greatest growth comes from discomfort or something Mm -hmm. like that it's like if you're uncomfortable like as long as you know you're financially prepared and you're gonna be okay or like you have a backup like you're fine like and you like there's some level of like stability there it's okay to like have those question marks it's okay to like yeah, I mean, not everything has to be yeah. fully figured out. It's like, okay, this big piece, my finances, I knew it was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's, what is it? Growth doesn't come from where you're standing. Or Something I can't like even that. remember what it is, but I know exactly what you're, 
what you're talking about. So and now look at you this year. Like you bet on yourself and you've like gone way over your corporate salary and you're like full time, like being a full time creator. So you are killing it. I had a phone call with one of my mentors and we were chatting and I've known her since I was since I was an intern at my former company, which is crazy. And uh, I told her, I was like, I always thought you had to like climb the corporate ladder to hit six figures. It is actually mind blowing to me that you can make six figures consistently as a creator, as a freelancer Mm -hmm. doing this full time. And it's still aligned with my passions and like my business skill sets. Like I didn't even know that was possible. And so again, like that summer when that opportunity presented itself to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is it. And then at the same time too, right? Like uh, when you're betting on yourself, if you're, you might not always get this feedback wise, but if you do, I think it's a time to really listen to the universe. Every single person I talk to, friends, family, Brandon, my husband now, like my best friends, everyone was like, oh, I think this is the time to, to take the blog full time. Like, yes, girl. And I was like, is it? And I was like, <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And then you bet on yourself and look at you now. And it paid off. So. Yes, it did. Oh, I love those. <laughs> Thank you for sharing those, friend. I think it's such a great like time to, especially like during those different milestones, you know, to like look back and reflect and just kind of share the lessons. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, hopefully you guys enjoyed a few lessons from the Roaring Twenties because the Roaring Twenties, I swear it was like the highest of highs, but the lowest of lows. Mm. And I think the most I've, I mean, it's, that's what your twenties are for, right? <laughs> Woohoo. I still got, I got what? Three, three years. <laughs> I forgot how old I was again. Could, you know what? Come up for my birthday in June. I'll be like lessons I learned during 26. <laughs> Take a nap. That's my lesson. <laughs> That is my input. Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed today's mini-sode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you guys can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creatives Podcast. Make sure you sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.